Brenda Lane. An Underpinnings podcast is presented by Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon in St. Joseph and Meister Witkowski Photography in Stevensville. Also sponsored by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville. Simply stepping inside Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon will have you falling in love with the proprietary scents of Aveda products for hair, skin, and aromatherapy. Aveda products are environmentally friendly, and millions already trust Aveda with their hair and body. However, due to coronavirus closure of non-essential businesses in Michigan, Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda is following that order for everyone's safety. To ensure you can still experience your favorite Aveda products, including Shampure, Cherry Almond, Beautifying, Rosemary Mint, and Stress Fix, visit frederickandkimberleys.com and click on Shop, and the shipping's free. So continue to shop Aveda for hair, body, and skin care at frederickandkimberleys.com. That's Frederick with a C. Hi, everyone. I'm Brenda Lane, and we continue under the Michigan Stay at Home Orders few things have opened up. I know people are anxious to get out and about. I am personally choosing to wear a mask when I'm in public, and I'm also trying to stay in as much as possible. Um, but of course, I know this is a free country. A lot of people are fighting for those rights, and I guess I can see a little bit to both sides. But anyway, we're not going to get into any of those controversial kinds of comments, but Suffice it to say that we are all still trying to struggle through what's happening and trying to figure out, you know, what the new normal is going to be. My guest today is Kathy Stady, and she is the Census Hub Coordinator for Berrien County Counts uh, through the Berrien Community Foundation. Kathy, I'm happy to talk to you. I'm sorry to say that I have not had the opportunity to meet you in person. At least I don't think I have. I don't think so, but this is a great way to meet. <laughs> I, I guess it is. That's how everybody's meeting these days, right? It is. We're all getting used to this now. So tell me a little bit about this position that you have. Is this a, a temporary position only during the census, or is this something that's going to be continuous as we prepare uh, for you know each upcoming census? It is a temporary position. I actually had retired, and this sounded so interesting that I applied for a position. It's a temporary part-time position with the Bering Community Foundation. Elisa Cripps Downey, the president of the foundation, um, vol volunteered, I'll say, or, or stepped up to the request from the Michigan Nonprofit Association. They uh, are conducting, encouraging census completion throughout the state of Michigan. And it's funded in large part by the Kellogg Foundation, who, who provided $5 million of funding to the Michigan Nonprofit Association. Uh, so Berrien Community Foundation is the hub for Berrien County. And we have grant money that we, we received from a number of organizations in the county, uh, the Whirlpool Foundation, the Upton Foundation, United Way, the Berrien Community Foundation, um, I'll match some money from the Michigan Nonprofit Association to provide grants to get a complete and accurate count in Berrien County. And what was your previous professional life, Kathy? I uh, spent half my career at Whirlpool in sales and product development primarily. And then in uh, the second half of my career, I was a, uh, a market researcher at Smith Dahmer Associates in downtown St. Joe. 
Okay. Very good. So you have a, a background that really lends itself to the work that you're doing right now, which probably is a lot of PR and marketing and interpersonal contacts, correct? Correct. And it's, I've also seen the value of data and numbers. And so the census data to me is interesting and fascinating at how it's used. And that takes a special kind of person for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, glad that, I'm glad that someone like you exists. To, uh, to be at the home because this is such an important position and at a very important time, Kathy. Well, yes, I, I am a bit of a geek when it comes to the numbers because I do know how decision makers use the data and how important it is. Now, we've already discussed and addressed the census on my podcast previously and, and talked about the importance of the census, but I wanted to address it again because the time that we spoke about it was really just before the pandemic hit and shall we say the stuff kind of hit the fan and things that may have been important to people prior to the pandemic some of those things are not important at all or even possibly forgotten in the chaos of you know having to watch children 24 7 and having to educate children not having any daycare possibly not having any work being concerned about income, having to, you know, cook for your kids all day and your family all day. I mean, everything is changing for people. And so, you know, even people who um, really felt, you know, were very familiar with the census, were aware of it and definitely planning on participating and even understood the importance of that. It, it may have actually um, skipped some people's minds. I think that's very possible. And I don't know about you, but at my house, I've got some piles of paper and it's easy for the census envelope or the census information to get in one of those stacks of paper and, and forgotten. So it's a good I don't think we can blame the virus for that. Can we, Kathy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have those piles on my desk, too. I know what you're talking about. So it's a good time. You don't have to look for it and you don't have you don't have to hunt around the house for the census information. You can go online uh, and complete it at 2020census.gov or call the phone number for the Census Bureau. And we can say this again later, maybe. Um, but the census phone number is 844-330-2020. And you can complete your form by either going online or calling. You don't have to hunt for it anywhere. You said that's 844 330 2020. That's correct. Okay. You know, we can also put that on our resources page on the underpinningsmarketing.com website. And we'll also put the website on there as well for the census. So it's a very short um, process. I actually did um, my census just before the, the virus became known and changed our lives. And I'd say probably less than 10 minutes is what it took me to do it. Exactly. It's it's about nine questions, and then you have to repeat some of them for other people in the household. So, you know, for me, um, it was very short. It could be up to 12, 13 minutes if you've got a, quite a few people in the house. But there's just nine questions, and they don't ask personal things like income. Uh, this one does not ask that. It's basically name, age, birthday, that information that you probably have on social media somewhere. I know that one of the things that I've that I was seeing a little bit in the the you know mass media prior to the coronavirus 
when talking about the census is that uh, some people that are not actual uh, legal citizens of the United States were concerned about filling out the census um, because of some of the, you know, unrest and, and people not being exactly sure, you know, kind of what's going to be happening to people that, that aren't actually uh, legally in this country. Can you address that? Sure. I, I mean, I can see that it's it would be a concern of theirs. The census itself is confidential. That data in the Census Bureau is not shared with any government or private government agency or private person. So it's not shared with ICE. It's not shared with the IRS or um, the FBI. It's not shared with the local sheriff or the police or the court system. It's not shared with a landlord. It's it's private information. And in fact, Haley's Comet will be available before the census, you, your census data will be released. Your individual census data will be um, not, it'll, it's held confidential for 72 years, uh, which takes oh, 2092. Okay. And I think we'll all be living somewhere else by then. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about now why the census is so important. You know, we hear census, census, census. It comes every 10 years. You know, we, we, we're told that it's important, but maybe you could, you could explain and, you know, kind of in lay people's language, um, people that we want to get to, to, to take the census, to answer the questions and to be counted, um, make us understand why this is so important to us the people that live here in Berrien County. Okay, yeah, uh, the census started with George Washington as president and it's in our constitution. So when you think about the census in that historical perspective, it has continued with us as the country has grown. So it's the way the country, the federal government determines how the money, the federal money is spent, is divided up among all the states and municipalities. So it's the way we get our tax money back into Berrien County is by the census count. Um, it's used for things like um, like roads. Our roads projects are funded by, based on census data. It's used for school lunches, education, WIC, SNAP, Head Start, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, transportation, and so much more. Uh, we actually get $29 billion of of federal funds in the Michigan state budget. And that's all based on our census data. So it's important we count everybody so we get our fair share. So if the census number goes down, then that means the financial support from the federal government to our state goes down. And also of course, to the municipalities in which we all live. And if the numbers go up, then we actually may be getting more money in our budget. Right, exactly. So how, how do we measure up right now, Kathy, as far as our answers, answering the census? Are, are we doing well? Well, we're, Michigan as a state is doing well. We're fourth in the country in completion and of self-response, meaning each of our households has, has done it. We're fourth in the country, which is good. Uh, and Berrien County is not as good as the state. We're at about 34th out of 83 counties in Michigan, but we're better than the national government. The national average is um, below the Michigan average. So we're, we're doing okay, but we need to do better. So I know that because of coronavirus issues, the deadline 
for the census count has been extended. What was the previous deadline and now what is the new deadline? I'm concerned that some people who you know, may have been aware of the census and knew when the deadline was maybe missed it and now thinks, oh shoot, I missed the census. Well, it's too late. There are kind of two deadlines I'm gonna talk about. The, the official deadline for okay. the end of it was July and now it's October. So everything has moved out about three months. But there's another deadline that I think will be interesting to um, the residents of the county. We were going to have census workers out knocking on door to door starting uh, in May, a month ago, actually. Uh, and that was delayed until August. So right now, if you complete your census now, sooner the better, but it's for sure by August, you won't think you won't have to worry about a census staffer knocking on your door. Uh, anybody who has not completed the census by August can expect a census employee to knock on your door and, and work with you to complete the form. All right. And is that something that you really think is, is a hard rule or a hard date? Or is some of that going to possibly still depend on what's happening with the coronavirus, Kathy? I guess it's possible it could change. However, uh, the, the Michigan State Office for the Census Bureau had, was shut down, virtually shut down in March. I think they had one or two employees there, but it was pretty much shut down in March. And it opened up this week, effective to yesterday. So it is up and running and the staffers are all getting um, active again. So I feel like it's moving forward. So what are some of the things in, in your role uh, with the Bering Community Foundation working as the coordinator for the census hub in Bering County. What are some of the things that, that you are doing to you know, try to get these people all counted and trying to get our numbers up where they should be based on our number of residents? We have a variety of things, everything from flyers in the school lunches that have been going out and there've been some activity kits in some of, in some of the communities that we put flyers in and sent home with sent sent in those kits home to children during the uh, the stay home order, but we also uh, will be doing some events once we can have groups uh, out and about, and I, we'll probably do them outside. But we will have some events where we will have tablets and ways to complete the census in the summer. So we encourage people to watch for those and um, come to those events. And we can get people counted if you don't have if, if the technology or your, sometimes Internet access in the county is not always available. And so we'll be providing that uh, probably July and August. And a number of nonprofits are doing that, that we are helping them out with technology for that. That's um, a way that we are reaching, trying to reach out to people. There's another area that we're doing through a lot of social media and working with some of the townships, and that's the Harbor Country area in particular. Because we have so many second homeowners, and typically people complete the census for their primary residence, we need everybody that's a permanent resident in that southwest part of the county to be counted. We have... Um, lower rates of participation down there because of so many second homeowners we think like Chickaming Township and New Buffalo, New Buffalo Township, Grand Beach, Michiana Village, uh, Three Oaks area. I mean we've got some 
low response rates down there because we have a lot of people who do not live here year round. When you when you start going door to door in August and we'll we'll find some wood to knock on, there it is, and uh, hopefully that'll happen. Will you actually have uh, tablets or laptops where you're actually helping people or assisting them with the census if they haven't completed it yet? The Census Bureau staff will have tablets and will assist people going door to door. And our nonprofits are doing events. They will not go door to door. So if somebody knocks on your door from the Census Bureau, they will have a, a photo ID that they will be wearing and technology. So you'll know if somebody doesn't have a photo ID, then they are not Census Bureau and you should not, I mean, don't open your door to them. But the Census Bureau right. staff will have photo IDs and they will have technology and complete the form for with you there. All right. In the meantime, if someone is listening and they realize, oh, my gosh, I never completed the census. And, you know, even the libraries right now, I don't think are open for people to utilize computers there. If someone is in a rural area or doesn't have access to a computer, is there some way for them to contact you and you would be assisted to them and help them find a way to complete the census? Yeah. Yes. Um I have, honestly have to look up my phone number because I don't use that number very often. Um, but okay. but the when the libraries open, they are set up to help, and right and yeah. the senior centers are also set up. They they were ready to go as well, oh. and unfortunately, okay. they didn't. Um, we didn't get very far with them when we shut down. So uh, that's all been a challenge for us for sure yeah but it has well it's really important to be counted I'll let you uh, go ahead and look for that number it probably will take you a second um, and in the meantime I just want to let everyone know that I really hope that you will if you haven't already please take a moment to log on and what was that website again Kathy we said we'd give the website and the phone number one more time the phone number is 844-330- 2020. That's if you need information about uh, filing online or responding online. And the website, Kathy, 2020 is 2020census.gov. That's 2020census.gov. All right. And then did you find the local number where someone can call you if they do need assistance or don't have uh, access to a right. computer? The, the office number direct to my desk is 269 266 9062. All right. I wrote that down too. I wrote all those down. We'll put all of that contact information on our resources page at underpinningsmarketing.com. Is there anything else that you'd like to add or anything that we didn't uh, talk talk about today that you'd like people to know about the census, Kathy? You know, one of the things that, that I read recently, because I'm constantly surprised by how many things the census affects, I did not realize that for FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, that if there were a disaster, they base their disaster aid on losses per person. So if you don't have everybody counted, if we are in need of money after a disaster, that that's even affected. Uh, so it's just, and that, and it's also part of all the, um, the epidemiology calculations now. So it's just an important, it's very important to getting the, our resources back to Berrien County and having the federal funds that we need. 
You actually prompted one other question. You you got my mind working. I know that I've already taken the census, but it, now it's been a few, few months back. Um, are children counted in the census? Yes, children are. Everybody's counted. Um, and children, if if your child was born on April 1st of 2020 and you were in the hospital with that child, that child should be counted with you at your home. So oh, anybody okay. living in your home on April 1st or if you were at the hospital, uh, not in a, like assisted living or a permanent senior center, um, per living center, they would be counted in a group facility. But everybody else count at your household and in all ages. Well, Kathy, you've been a wonderful resource for us today. And I appreciate all of the uh, phone numbers and the website, which we will publish. And I hopefully this might help get a few more people out there to take the census and to get counted. And I guess through it's through August that you'll be visiting people that, that you find have not uh, completed the cens yeah, census. Yeah, we want to get everybody counted by August so that um, you don't have you don't have to have somebody knock on your door. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be nice. That's fewer people that you have to send out. But basically, those visits will be taking place in August, I guess, pending what whatever's happening with the coronavirus. But that's the exactly. plan. All right. Very good. Thank you so much. Kathy Stady is the Census Hub Coordinator for Berrien County Counts through the Berrien Community Foundation. Kathy, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank today. you, Brenda. All right. And for all of my friends and listeners out there, I hope everybody is staying safe and uh if you get sick please make sure to contact uh, someone at the hospital or your primary care physician to make sure that you are are not spreading around the coronavirus i'm brenda lane and we'll talk again next time Hey, it's Brenda Lane. Question, who's one of the most passionate wedding photographers in the area, having photographed over 650 weddings and literally written not one, but two books on bridal photography and beauty? Who went from camera assistant at her professional photographer parents' knees as a child to chief photographer and now owner of the business? If you said Amy Witkowski of Meister Witkowski Photography in Stevensville, you're right. And that experience makes her ultra qualified for senior, baby, family, special occasion, corporate, product, and website photos as well. That's why Amy was my choice for my son's newborn pictures 19 years ago and just recently for Underpinnings Marketing. You can trust Amy Witkowski with your photo legacy. I did. Meister Witkowski Photography, Stevensville. Visit MeisterWitkowskiPhoto.com. Brenda Lane, an Underpinnings podcast is presented by Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon in St. Joseph and Meister Witkowski Photography in Stevensville. Also sponsored by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville. To see resources related to this podcast, for sponsorship information, or suggest a topic, visit underpinningsmarketing.com. Follow Underpinnings Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Brenda Lane, an Underpinnings podcast is produced by Jackie Beisel at Underpinnings Marketing. Thank you for listening and share with your friends.